to the NXT Podcast, your home for weekly NXT reviews and insights. The beautiful part of NXT is that when one dream ends, another dream begins. Find all of your NXT news, recaps, and analysis right here. So with that being said, we only have one question for you. Are you We thought so. Let's get the show started right now. All right, everyone. Hello, this is Memphis Mark coming to you from Mullet Manor. And we're going to give you a review of the NXT show on August 9th. And uh, we'll just jump straight into it. And uh, well, it starts off with a bunch of hot takes. And uh, hot takes in the old days, if you got a hot take on air or on uh, where you were doing this on a video uh, um, hot take, they would tell you you got 20 seconds, you got 15 seconds, you got 45 seconds, whatever it may be. And you have to use it to the best of your ability. Because back in the days, if you didn't put butts in the seats, you didn't get paid very much. So you had to make a good use out of these hot takes. But anyway, they, they start off with a review of the prior week's um, NXT Ladies Championship. And uh, it, that leads up to a bunch of hot takes. And it's uh, Trick uh, Trick Williams and Mello doing one about their rounds match. And then it's there's uh, Wesley, of course, talking about being in the rounds match. And then there's <laughs> Cora Jade talking about being Cora Jade. And uh, Zoe Stark coming out with her jack self. And then uh, uh, Tony D, Tony D, Tony D does his about uh, his uh, uh, get together with Escobar. So uh, anyway, it goes into the opening match. And you got, uh, what is it, Kiana James and uh, Nikita Lyons. So you got Miss Lyons and Miss James. Now this is, how can I put this in a nice way? Well, <laughs> The match was okay. Uh, the match was okay. Uh, um, both of these girls definitely need work. Uh, I'm trying to be nice, man. I'm trying to be nice. Um, uh, Miss James definitely needs some work uh, on her in-ring ability. Uh, her outside, her walk to the ring. Her it looks like everything else that she's got. She did. Uh, she jumped uh, Miss Lyons after the match. Uh, so it, all that's good. But uh, Miss Lyons, Miss Lyons, Miss Lyons. Um, you know, I was really against all the people talking all the crap on, on that, that Twitter thing. Uh, and they were really getting down on her. And I, I, I hate to see anybody get ganged on like that. So I looked into it a little bit. And I've been kind of watching her. And you know what? I, I, I kind of agree. Um, <laughs> she just seems a little awkward. And I never liked the fact that she kept doing that. I'm not a cookie cutter figure. I don't fit in. it. Look, it, that doesn't, you know, blow crap with me. So, uh she did one good move, a kick to the head, you know, and then she's doing her super pose. But, man, she kept hollering. And that seemed to be a theme tonight with the lady wrestlers. Before they did something, they would go, ah, you know, and then a lot of hollering, just angry hollering, like like tooth getting pulled holler. Uh, and I hate that for anyone. Uh, but anyway, that matches, yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, they go straight into the Creed Brothers hanging with Apollo Crews. And, you know, uh, they're, you know, Apollo's doing pretty good on here. And, uh, you know, so they're, they're hanging in the back, going over some tape. And who comes to the, sh uh, comes into the room but Roderick Strong. 
and he does not seem happy with having Apollo there and uh, being an influence on the creeds. Uh, so uh, he pretty much gets to mouthing at Apollo, and Apollo defends himself and starts mouthing back. So what does that lead to? Mm-hmm. They gotta have a match. So uh, they, you know, that sets up a match later on, and then they go into Miss Last Legend. Now this is a ex WNBA star uh, that wants to do. She purposely wants to go. I mean, I've heard Dwight Howard wants to come in uh, and and train and and possibly give it a try. I'm, you know, uh, you know, uh, Kevin Nash, and, and there's been other people in the past. Big, you know, uh, Ron Fuller, and back in the day that uh, uh, were basketball players and came in. Or Von Wagner now, you know. So, and and then you know, well, we, we, the list can go on. But uh, you know, who knows? But uh, what are they doing with Miss Legend? You know, they they let her like they had her talk show. They had her, you know, like what fashion tips. Uh, you know, you know, athlete. I don't know. They got to figure something out with her though. And uh, she's, you know, uh, uh, burning somebody's ear up and then pretty deadly comes and, and, and talks good to her and she talks good to them and they pretty much say that uh, they're going to come on out uh, in a match later on with a... Uh, with, uh, look, I can't even think of the guy's name off the top of my head now. That's how I think of uh, Miss Legend, what they're doing with her. I mean, I hate to see anybody get kind of pinholed in this. Well, <laughs> pretty deadly seems to be trying to pinhole themselves there with that outfit. So <laughs> I guess that may not be a bad thing. All right, so they they go back into the rounds match, you know. Uh, uh, so, all right, wait a, minute, wait a minute. I got some rules here. here here's a round match. You got uh, six three-minute rounds, a 20 seconds between each round. A pinfall or of submission wins the match. Uh, once a fall occurs, the round ends, uh, and the first to two wins. In an event of a disqualification or knockout, the round is over. All right. Uh, I don't know who thought of this match or who came up with it. I mean, I've seen back in the day we had uh, Rocky Johnson, you know, had some matches like that with Lawler, uh, boxer versus wrestler. Uh, uh, and Rocky Johnson, yes, that's Dwayne The Rock Johnson's father. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they had some of those matches and, and – you know, I just wasn't a fan of it. And this match, they, they didn't go very long. They they went into the first round. And, of course, the gloves got to come off. And, you know, Trick gets the first win. And it looks like he's going to pull it out because uh, Trick has, has got the look, man. He has got the look. But his in-ring ability, I'm not too sold on yet. He needs more He needs more uh, uh, fermenting. Uh, because now West seemed to kind of carry this match. Um because he, he had to. Uh, all Trick could do was, you know, a, a holler a couple things, stand and, and, and look good for the camera, and then use Mello to play off of. So uh, Mello loads the glove up. So, you know, yeah, you got to load the glove up. Somebody, If you're going to have a boxing match, somebody's got to have a loaded glove. Man, that's that's the whole point of the referee checking you. You know, at the start of the match, referee, you ever seen that where they check your – uh, the bottom of your shoes, your belt right around your waist area. Check your arms. Make sure you ain't got grease on your head, you know. So, <laughs> Melos loads a glove up and uh, and uh, Trick hits him. It looks like it's going to be 2-0, but no. West comes back, wins a second, and then wins the match. And and it, it, West carried that match. West looked good. Let's just put it that way. And Trick needs some work. But after the match, you know, uh, 
Melo gets out and going, I expected an hour-long marathon match and, and you know, and all this stuff. So uh, he's got time. So he gets out there and starts talking about uh, Nathan Frazier. And uh, about that time, uh, Nathan's music comes up. So they're all looking for him to come running down the aisle, of course. And he doesn't. But who's standing behind him? But the man with 117 letters in his name. Uh, no, um uh, what is it? I always want to say this wrong. Giovanni. Uh, we're going to call him Mr. G. But he is standing there for his, in his uh, uh, signature move as he stands there and, and, and he, that's a random snapshot of him. He ends up uh, not, not so much like a, a theory taking the selfies, but it's like he's posing. Like he always ends up in a perfect position and looks perfect. His teeth are perfect. His hair is perfect. Or, well, his, uh, you know, his clothes are perfect. Everything. So, they do the snapshot, which Mello gets in, and Mello and him go back and forth, and you know they 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 pretty much setting it up that uh, each one needs to see if they're uh, uh, if uh, who needs to be the champ, you know, is pretty much what they're saying, and and you know they do pretty good on that, and of course every little disagreement like that has to have a uh, a sneak attack. You gotta have a sneak attack. Everybody loves a good sneak attack, so. Um, of course, uh, he tries that, and uh, a, a Mello comes back, and they go back and forth. But Mr. G comes out on top. But they're they're setting up a good little match at uh, Heat Wave. So uh, then after that, uh, let, let me see. Wait, 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 let me get down here. After that, they go into a Chase U promo. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Now the Chase U promo. Uh, it's with Thea Hale. Uh, I believe that's her name. Uh, Thea Hale. Yeah, the little young girl that could go anywhere, but she chose Chase U. But they uh, they had Ariana Grace. Uh, all right. Now, when they debuted her, I thought they were going to try to, you know, go in some kind of angle towards uh, whatever that, that, that family, uh, OJ, uh, or no, 18 of them, or, or eight of them, or Kardashian, Kardashian, Kardashians. I thought they were going to go with that. <laughs> Did I really just do that? All right, uh, Matt, you may have to edit. Uh, but anyway, uh, I thought they were going to go with that uh, that angle, but uh, they didn't. <clears throat> and she's got she's she's got some skills in the ring, but uh, she's got a legit a legit black eye, and so they got to work that in. You know, you got to. They got to work it. And ain't no makeup going to cover that up. And they got some good makeup people there, but uh, they, that I, you know, anyway. So uh, they they say that uh, uh, that Miss Hale was supposed to catch a ball or something like that and didn't catch it and it hit her in the eye. Miss Grace wants to sue and then Chase, Mr. Chase jumps up, Professor jumps up and he slams and of course he might say a couple of words that need to be bleeped out and they say we settle things in the ring. So that sets up for a match and um, <clears throat> you got Mr. Solo Solo. All laid up in the trainer's room with Cameron Grimes, and that's when he gets the bad news that he's on the shelf for the week, not cleared, and lets uh, Cameron know that, you know, I'm going to get this respect, man. I'm going to get this respect talk for me and you. And Cameron, they're, they're, look, <clears throat> I give kudos to, uh, I love good writing. <clears throat> good storytelling, good writing is, is key in wrestling. So they're trying to build something with Gacy, and uh, <clears throat> uh, I'm sorry, I got... Uh, something on my throat. Let me take a drink of water here real quick. There's no editing uh, in this. I try to go <clears throat> straight through. But anyway, they're trying to build a little something with Cameron and Gacy. And uh, so Solo tells him that. And then, of course, he goes, you know, thanks or whatever. And he leaves. You know, he just kind of walks, walks away. 
he's kind of like they had in the old days when I was growing up. They had a, a TV show called uh, King, uh, Kung Fu, Kung Fu, and the guy uh, just he was an Oriental gentleman, and he just walked uh, through uh, America or walked everywhere and, uh, and and had an adventure each week. But he had like a um, I'll make a reference to it here in a minute. I think with something else, but. Uh, he walks uh, the countryside and writes wrongs and gives knowledge. So, uh, he, but he has this faraway look in his eye, and that's what Cameron's kind of got right now. So, uh, well, then they go into the Roderick Strong Apollo match, and uh, Roderick Strong. It's uh, apparent that the Cree brothers are not at his side because they they're not really digging him lately. You know, they're late, they're doing some good writing with that kind of you know building a little bit. The Cree brothers. <laughs> They can't portray it with their face like other guys tell a story with their face yet. Uh, you know, they are as stiff as the road warriors, uh, but, you know, that is what that is. <clears throat> Look, everybody loved road warriors. They were stiff, but every, all the wrestlers hated to work with them, but they loved to get paid by, you know, by the, at the ticket window. So uh, the Creed brothers, and uh, they remind me, actually, the road warriors and, and the Steiner brothers, you know, of how stiff they are. But... Anyway, uh, Roderick Strong and Apollo have a good match. You know, uh, it actually is a good match. Uh, they go tit for tat, man. Uh, a mat wrestling, uh, uh, just really move for move. And I, I was pleasantly surprised, man. Uh, 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 Apollo looks like he's really take upon, uh, taking his role uh, uh, seriously at the NXT. And he, he, is, uh, he, he got the win in this match, but uh, it was a really, really good match. Uh, Mr. Strong did very well on his outside and inside of the ring, uh, 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 everything. Uh, his work, it, it, making himself look like he was about to fall down. At times it didn't look real fakish how some people can. I mean, it looked really it looked really good. So, uh, like I said, Apollo uh, wins that match, and, and afterwards you can hear uh, – Mr. Strong hollering pretty much, where are they? Uh, and it goes into Miss Valentina and uh, Yolissa, Miss Leon and, and Franza, Miss Frotz, I believe it is, with Sangha. What is a Sangha, anyway? Uh, anyway, well, he's big enough, I ain't going to ask him. Uh, but uh, uh, Sangha, I guess they're portraying as this wise man, you know, kind of like the Kung Fu reference I mentioned earlier. He's just solving. He seems to always end up, whether it be in a lounge, anywhere he's at, he just... He seems to be very cool, well dressed, and always has the perfect opinion. You know, he has the perfect uh, advice to give. But uh, you know, the the champs come over to him, uh, Miss Cat, Miss uh, Katina Chance, and uh, Miss Caden Carter. So uh, Miss Carter, Miss Chance come over and kind of tell them that, hey, look, you're 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 ready. We believe in you, and, and we'll give you a shot. And of course, when they walk away, they tell Sangha uh, that they don't think that. Uh, they're ready, and, and he says, I once knew two women like that. And, of course, they were like, who, who, who? No, no, who? Oh, oh, terrible, I did that. <laughs> anyway, uh, they, he said, they said, who? And, and he said, the champs. And I knew that, and I will help you. Come follow me. And <laughs> that's the way that ended. All right, so, uh, uh, and by, by <laughs> I'm sorry, some guy, just like saying that. Uh, they, they they go to another promo with the uh, Creed brothers and DK, and they're they're going over some tape, and they're they're looking back a few weeks, going, "Hey, when in this three man tag match that we lost, what what?" And about that time, Roderick comes in, and he's just ticked. He's he's PO'd and TO'd and and whatever you can say, and he's wanting to know why they weren't there, and he tells them like, uh, "Well, Roderick told him earlier the reason he wasn't there the prior week was." 
He was testing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm testing it. So, uh, you know, and he said they passed. So uh, this week when he come back in, um, you know, Julius said, hey, you know, we were testing you. And uh, you passed. But like he brought it up, he didn't pass because he didn't win. So good promo. He's hollering. Uh, Raising Kane uh, picks up the computer, slams it to the ground. So uh, anytime you have audio damage, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm for it. So anyway, uh, uh, they, uh, they go from that basically uh, – over to Escobar driving down a beautiful, probably Miami or somewhere in Florida, ocean on both sides in a nice car, dressed to the T's, you know, uh, and just, you know, he makes a phone call saying, hey, look, man, if if I make the signal, you got to bring the cavalry. So, which is setting up for Tony T in the sit down, you know. And uh, I, I've just put this as a side note on my notes. This is going to show how much I, I, I'm really interested in this. But they, they either before or after the sit-down, they do uh, uh, Tiffany Stratton walks into a dark room, gets beat up. Wendy Chu says, nah, 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 nah. Okay, that's pretty much my review on that interview. Uh, but then they uh, they go to the sit down, man. And, and look, the the setting is is beautiful. A, a lit fountain, and probably you know a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of a fountain. They're on a beautiful estate, uh, you know, and it's a it's what Mullet Manor aspires to be. But now they're uh, they're on a beautiful place. I mean, it's 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 only lit to show the 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 curves, the sexiness of the the, the place. It's they got a table set up, two chairs, and it's Thorny D's there, and he and he, and and here comes Escobar, and they they have the sit down, and uh, and Tony's in a real nice car too. I think it was a Challenger or something like that. It was really nice car, uh, but they have the sit down, and uh, they both agree that uh, they can't uh, work together, and and Tony wants them to come back to work. Uh, Escobar says no. Uh, so what they come up with is an old-fashioned loser leave town match and back in the day man some of the best matches i loved was the loser leave town the hair matches you know uh the, the, there was all kinds of stuff like that man uh, uh I, i've been to i have been in a a round building with ten thousand people hollering at a little two guys down in a little ring and one of them was getting their hair cut and uh you thought he was the most embarrassed sucker and then as i got older i realized Man, he, I was looking, if I should have looked around at the crowd and went, boy, he's getting paid a lot of money to, for this haircut. But, uh, yeah, so they're setting up a, a good old-fashioned loser-leave-town match that uh, if Escobar loses, he's out of NXT, uh, but the family has to stay. And, uh, uh, you know, and if if not, if he wins, then, uh, then he gets everything back. Uh, so it's the glass slipper kind of deal there. So... Hey, you know, that might work. You know, uh, it, it might definitely work. So, I mean, it's setting up for heat wave, heat wave, heat wave. Uh, so then uh, they go back to the uh, two poor gentlemen that had to listen, listen to uh, Miss uh, Legend earlier. Uh, and it's uh, Malik Blade and uh, and Mr. Uh, uh, Ophi. And uh, I'm not even going to attempt his first name, but Mr. Ophi and Mr. Blade are uh, going against Pretty Deadly from earlier when... Lash was burning uh, the, their eardrums up, but uh, the match kind of surprised me. Now everybody knows Pretty Deadly is is, is good. They're they're you know, they're out of the ring, 
interviews, I'm sure, go a lot better in Europe than they do here. But everybody loves a, a smart aleck a Europeaner. Everybody loves a smart aleck Europeaner. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, if you can make somebody throw a $12 popcorn at you, you're doing good. So the Pretty Deadly is, is, is pretty close to a call-up, I would think, uh, to the Knicks roster. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, the guys, uh, Malik and, and Mr. Ophi come out, they give the glasses to a kid. You know, he's got sunglasses on, he gives them to a kid. And, and it's a good match, man. Blade and, and Ophi are really, really good. They surprise me. They, they're, I have not heard a lot of their, uh, of their vocals. I hadn't heard their promos or nothing like that. Of course, when they were doing, they just got camera time to be on with Legend, so they didn't really have a chance to talk. And uh, but uh, if they get that down, you know, because that's that's the only thing I think holding them back. Both of them are going to be good singles wrestlers, but Pretty Deadly wins the match. Uh, of course, uh, uh, Pretty Deadly starts making fun of uh, uh, the good old boys, the tag team champs now. Just a good old boy. Uh, but Briggs and Jensen, of course, and they got to come out with their sidekick, and then. Uh, uh, they uh, well, they go to stop a, a a chair shot in the ring, you know, like one of them jumps up on the ring on the apron and and goes to stop, uh, uh, grab the chair before uh, he hits. Uh, I believe it was Malik, and uh, uh, you know how it is. It's the typical. Uh, oops, he moves out of the way. Malik actually is trying to hit the, one of the pretty deadly. He hits the champ. The champ falls back, knocks his partner down, which knocks the sidekick down. So everybody, everybody down, man, everybody down. Uh, and then, of course, Last Legend comes out and jumps on the sidekick. So everybody's kind of laid out. And uh, and Lash, when she when he's when she's jumping on the girl, she's doing it right in front of Jensen and Briggs, man, just like Briggs and them are sitting there like they both got really bad toothaches or something. I don't know. But uh, and then from there they go into Cameron trying just Cameron just trying to leave man all he wants to do is go home man that's all he wants to do somebody has to say something smart and luckily the security was there but right before he walks out the door here comes Casey and then the dyad and he he asks him pretty much where are you going man and he goes I'm going home man I'm just uh, just brother trying to go home and he goes well you gonna go home to your wife? Yeah, you know that awkward silence right there? That's really good because that means they have dropped a time bomb in a interview uh, or a promo that's gonna make you remember something in a later date, which I did not mention this. And actually, it just dawned on me when I was talking about this, uh, but uh, um, when Apollo was doing his interview before, uh, uh, before a commercial, he's coming out to go to fight Roderick, um, they they have him like you know he's smiling and then they have you know how they put like the cloud above your head and they're like he's thinking this and when they did that thought of what he was thinking that's a lot to say uh, it was a bunch of like the Creed brothers or a bunch of uh, bodies mangled bodies on the floor of a, or on a, the apron and on the ring mat uh, all distraught and look whooped so like he had just whooped everybody and. Then he just kind of goes, hmm, don't know why I was thinking that, and walks away. Well, that's a little time bomb seed. And, and that's what they did uh, right there with, uh, you going home to your wife? See that awkward silence? That's just cool, man. Uh, <laughs> and later on they do, uh, with Mr. Waller does a, uh, a little uh, interruption of Apollo doing the whoop, whoop, I've been wearing it out here lately, you know. And uh, so he comes in, they pretty much let him know, we don't like you, man. So uh <laughs> that you know what that's going to lead up to. Uh 
So then we lead into the main event of the night. The main event. And of course, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I almost forgot this. I didn't write this down, but I, when I saw the, my, on my note where it said uh, Mondi Rolls, um, that, that, that they did a uh, old-fashioned, I call it an old-fashioned, uh, pre-territorial type video. And what I mean by that, back in the old territory days, uh, uh, when you were coming into an area like, uh, say you're going to lose a loser leave town match in Florida and you're getting ready to go into the Atlanta area or the Memphis area, you would do, you would, they would ask you to do a promo or sometimes it was just back in the old, old days, you would just call in on a telephone, <coughs> excuse me, and they would just tape it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they would do a, 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 a travel video. So, uh, that's what this kind of looked like. They were coming into a new area. So maybe, uh, maybe they're resetting their career without Mondi Rose. Uh, so Toxic, uh, one of them's in a bar, and I think uh, JC's in a bar, and, and, and the other's in a, a, a music store. And, uh, of course, they got, uh, they're jamming out, both of them, to some music. One's in a seedy bar, like an after-hours bar, bar, having a cocktail, and at the end of her little spot, she throws the glass on the ground and walks out like a Billy Badass. <laughs> and the other lady that's in the in the uh, 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 the record store, they were having her go through the records, and they were, she was talking about uh, heavy metal and rock, and, and I was like, if they let this woman pull up a George Michael album, I'm gonna just lose it. But no, no, it, they, if they're gonna showcase an album, they did do a classic. They brought up some Led Zeppelin, so. It, overall, I thought the, uh, the Toxic Attraction promo was freaking well done. Man, it was kind of, it was done with the quality of the sit down earlier, man. The video stuff that these guys can do nowadays. And 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 I got to say on NXT, it seems like they're really showcasing that a little bit more. But uh, man, it, it was a, it was a well, both both uh, uh, sets or both uh, atmospheres were great. And the, the, the camera shots and everything were great. But anyway, they bring out Mandy Rose to do color commentary. And normally, Mandy's been fairly good on the mic, but tonight she seemed to drop the ball. You know, it just didn't seem, her best was left towards the end, put it that way. But they have the Zoe Stark and Cora Jade match, match and, and match. <laughs> can't get it out. Uh, but Zoe, man, is, I mean, the, her midsection, I'm 6'3", 260, and I bet you if I reared back and hit her in her stomach she'd probably laugh at me this girl is jack doing some serious cardio and uh that that means you know I'm, I'm proud of people that can do that because i have to live vicariously through you uh but uh the, the match was pretty good it's it the, the whole premise of the match was uh mandy had talked to cora that said that hey you win you get the title shot and uh and because starks has got a title shot so during the uh, Mandy talking during uh, doing color, uh, she mentions that Jade was cool because uh, she takes her hand-me-downs and listens to her, and and Zoe doesn't. So that's the premise of this, where they were going with it. But the match was a good, good match. Uh, I mean, it's a solid B match, man. Uh, uh, the time-wise, the, uh, the the way both girls work together. The, the using Mandy on the outside of the ring, everybody did what they were supposed to do. 
So uh, everything uh, went good. Uh, of course, you know they're going to have uh, Zoe win to, to set up for the pay. I almost said it again, man. Pay per view. No, the next big attraction. Uh, but uh, so uh, Zoe wins uh, after a hard fought match, and uh, and uh, she Cora rolls out of the ring. So Zoe's looking at her, and and you know you know the deal. You know what they're. Uh, Mandy slips off them high heel shoes and slips under the bottom rope and is going to attack Zoe from behind. Nope, doesn't happen. Zoe catches her, uses the same move, the f- same finishing moves that she just used on Cora, and that is pretty much how the show comes to an end. Uh, and I have to give the show, uh, a B minus, man. It was a good show overall. I think the writing is good. Hey, guys, what do you think? Is Triple H having him back in control, is it going to make a difference? Is he going to make sure his, his pet project, the NXT, is, is taken care of? How's he going to do on the other on the other shows? You know, uh, how is it going to affect it? That's a There is a ripple in the water that has that we've never felt before. Uh, because these guys aren't clowning around, man. They, they're uh, they're making some changes, and uh, uh, look, they just brought back you know somebody you know that they across. They just brought him back, so and who knows who they're going to bring up from NXT uh, at any time? You know, there's some good tag teams. Uh, you know, what are they going to do? They're going to use some of the NXT talent on the women's upcoming uh, uh, the women's championship, and have uh, put them in a storyline. Or something like that. Who knows? You know. But overall, I said uh, I liked everything. The the worst was uh, I, if I have to ponder back to the worst, it would be the Lions uh, uh, match. And uh, one of the better would either be uh, Zoe Stark or uh, Roderick Strong and Apollo. Man, both of those were just some banger banger matches. Uh, so anyway, guys, that's gonna kind of wrap it up for me. I do appreciate everyone that has sent uh, 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 emails to me um, and uh, that have gotten in contact with me. I appreciate everybody's kindness, and uh, we're going to try to grow, grow, grow this on up and see what we can do here. But um, and uh, real quickly, I'm a personal plug. Uh, it's my daughter Stacy's birthday, so happy birthday! And uh, uh, we're going to just get on out of here, guys. Always remember to rescue if you can. Uh, Stay a neuter, rescue if you can, and as always, you know what it is. You know what it is. I'm out. Thanks for listening to the WWE Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a show. Or head to WWEPodcast.com. And for all of these shows ad-free, head over to Patreon.com slash WWE Podcast. Until then, we'll see you next time.